Sanders Snitker, Libertarian, Republican, and Political Hack, and Adrian Wiley, Born Again Anarchist and Political Has Been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building Materials Projectiles, changing and logistics community, the Western Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, local chapter 151, and still clean shaven. Wiley, how are you, sir? Well, I'm actually uh, beginning to remember why I grew the beard in the first place, because shaving does suck. It's, it does, doesn't it's, it? It's not. It's not fun. So you're yeah. gonna. So you're you're thinking about stopping? I don't know, man. It's, it, I'm receiving this uh, newfound uh, affection from the wife. So I, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's kind of a coin toss. <laughs> you're weighing. You're weighing the. I, I'm weighing my options here. There's uh, making a pros and cons list, and you know, there's there's some pros on there. <laughs> so, hey, you know, uh, what are you gonna do? Are you threatening? Are you are you like? Well, you know, I'm thinking about not shaving. <laughs> yeah that uh, i i found that in my particular uh relationship uh, that uh, threats and ultimatums don't work it's uh, more of a flies with honey type of thing i got you yeah okay, so, okay. yeah that's a better way to go that way i got you yeah kind of like uh instead of smacking the dog with a newspaper you give her a treat oh, <laughs> you I know you. Uh, so uh, we'll see how that goes well hopefully it yeah. works out what's going on in your world man well you know what i will say this i tried for the first time like Delta Eight, right? So I, I, and for those of you uninitiated, uh, Delta Eight is a uh, form of uh, THC uh, that uh, the main ingredient, or the at least the uh, psychoactive ingredient in uh, cannabis, and it is uh, legally uh, sold in the vast majority of states because it's derived from hemp as opposed to being derived from marijuana. Yeah. yeah, and so it smells like, I mean, it smells like weed. Yeah. And. Oh, so you tried flour? Yeah, yeah, yeah flour. Okay. Or no, I did the flour. Yeah, I did okay. the flour. And so, like, and I'm like, I just want I just want one J. Right. And so you can go, I went to a smoke shop, they had it there, bought it. It wasn't bad. Yeah. Here's the thing, you know what it was? Like, if you're going out, it was a manageable high. Right, right. So, um, I actually recommend the Delta 9, uh, which, uh uh, having tried both, it seems more of a traditional, you know, high. It's not quite exactly the same, but it's it's pretty close. Yeah, you know? it's all right. Yeah, it's manageable. Yeah, but uh, you do have to be careful with that because I've had a couple of scenarios where uh, I uh, took a little more than I wanted to and was like, you know, high for like you know eighteen hours. <laughs> for eighteen hours. Yeah. <laughs> Once where you wake up high the next morning. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, so uh, you do, you do have to go a little easy on the the Delta Nine stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know, at least until you figure out your your potency levels there. Yeah, it just felt weird. It just felt weird. It wasn't you know. Yeah, yeah, not quite the same. Yeah. So. Well, we only got another year to go here in Florida before uh, you know the uh, the real stuff is uh, fully recreationally legal. So well, yeah, but the intel and I don't have this in the sh- I should have put this one in the show notes. I don't have it in the show notes. 
So you know, whenever you have a constitutional amendment in Florida, oh, they, yeah. they they pass a implementation bill, mm-hmm. and they're trying to lower the THC limits and or levels and all that kind of stuff. Those fuckers! Like Jesus, it, right. it's, it's just so. Can you please just go back to banning books and leave us alone? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get into <laughs> we'll that. We'll talk that later. But yeah, just my God, what is happening to the state? You know, you know, I, it's what? it's one step forward, two steps back. Sometimes it, it seems that way, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like he, you know, look, it was. And here's the thing too. Like when we talked about it, like in the initially, DeSantis was just as bad as everybody else on COVID. They just turned they turned it back or they turned it back on right quickly. Yeah, because they were yeah. here and bitching and protesting and stuff like that. Yeah, so, they, they realized the uh, oh we might have screwed up here. Yeah, and at least they did that. The other states didn't do that, but that's still make no mistake though. When push came to shove, he sucked. Oh yeah, and right. the, and the, the Florida legislature. But I still do still give him credit for uh, you know reopening quickly when other states weren't. No, that's true. You know, and he should. Get he, he realized his mistake and you know uh, turned it around. So yeah, I mean yeah. But and in retrospect, that's one of the few good things he's done as governor. Yeah, he's been real. Not only has he been a disappointment in many ways as governor, but also just. As a candidate, wow! I really thought oh, he you would sucks as a candidate. God, he's horrible. Yeah, I can't believe he hasn't dropped out yet. Yeah, yeah, it's surprising. He might after Iowa. Who knows? Yeah, he's probably going to after Iowa. Yeah. He's probably going to come in third in Iowa. Right? Yeah, most likely. That's what I the mean, polls we'll are all in, saying. We'll get into that stuff. Well, we're talking about it now. Why don't you just uh, head to it? All right. So, so the Iowa caucuses. It looks like rather uh, record-breaking cold temperatures. <laughs> right. Like it's going to be on 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 caucus day. Like it's going to be in the negative. Yeah. It's going to feel like negative thirty. Yeah. But they they uh, and so far and Chris Christie's now dropped out. Right. And then on a hot mic, basically said the other ones don't stand a chance against Trump or whatever. Right. Uh, which the, you know. Well, does, he, he was never really in the running. He was just there to be the one who was completely unafraid to bash Trump. Yes, that was yeah, yeah. that was his entire job in it. He never had any yeah. serious. Uh, it was really weird how you had one guy who was there only to bash Trump, and right. one guy that was only there to cheerlead him. Right, Ramaswamy. Yeah, Ramaswamy. Yeah, who's? I mean, I mean fuck he's him. out too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not really out yet, though. Yeah, but I don't like. It. I, I, you know what it is? I've listened to so many interviews of his. I don't like him. Right. I don't like him at all. Like he's just kind of he comes off as an asshole. Yeah, and he's almost like always an asshole. Mm-hmm. So I don't really like him. Yeah, and plus he's uh, a lot dumber than he likes to think he is. Yes. You know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He, he's not nearly as smart as he, you know, uh, tries to appear. Yeah. No, he's 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 all they're all just horrible candidates. I mean, just the entire slate from A to Z on, on all parties is just horrendous. Oh, no. Yeah, no. it's just absolutely horrendous. You know, I just look, I remember when um, what was it like when like in like there was at least one candidate like either Ron was in there or Rand was in there like there was at least one candidate that you're like well he doesn't stand a chance but at least you like him right man I don't like any of them right like none of them there's not one of them I that thought would you be liked w- RFK a little well no, no no I'm talking about in the in the in the Rather than the Republican primary or the Dem primary. Right. Yeah. But the only reason, here's the thing the only reason that I like RFK, one of the reasons is he's not running in either one of the parties. And what he said about the vaccine part, right, showed a core principle that I least could, I, I don't know, maybe mud puddle in a desert kind of thing. But he's, right. look, as much as he is opposed to vaccines, 
He still says, well, you should be allowed to take them if you want to take them. Yeah. Should be a personal the, choice. Like, Ooh, wow. Don't, don't ban it. Don't make it mandatory. Right. Yeah. You know, exactly. And, and again, that's such a, it's such a, um, like, God, such a low bar. It really is. <laughs> and I, I mean, to, to people like us, it's, it's such, it's so self-evident, you know, that these type of things should be an individual choice, which government should have absolutely no role in forcing upon you. Yeah. You know, it's just you same, know. same applies with abortion. Same applies with what books you want to read. Yeah. You know, and same applies as with what you should do with your own money and your own property. And it just the list goes on and on. You yeah. know, hold on. There's one other thing I wanted to get into with this one. There's another story I put up here. Trump ally Laura Loomer brutally mocked for claiming Nikki Haley is using weather control to steal the Iowa caucuses. Oh, of course she is. Yeah, she, you know what? Because man. we know that uh, you know uh, what is she? Uh, what what state governor? South Carolina? Yeah, Nikki Haley. South yeah, Co- she was. So, she was. So we we all know that the governor of South Carolina has the ability to control the weather. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, like here's the thing. Why why be so fucking crazy? Right. Because here's the thing, though. Is it real? Here's the thing. If you want my opinion on the matter, right? Let's just say for the sake of argument, right? Okay, that there are weather control machines that are that well, they're actually to some degree the there weather. are i mean look we've been able to to seed clouds and make it rain for a long time uh you know we can introduce elements into the sky that can make it cloudy we know that you know there's some geoengineering that goes on but is it happening on a massive scale absolutely well, and can not. they do they just have a machine that doesn't but yeah. let's hold on let's for the sake of argument say that it is right so let's let's just go down lower loomer's road here right and that they're making it cold on purpose in Iowa for for Nikki Haley to win. Yeah, why why would why, why would Nikki Haley do bet hold yeah, on right. is her people so motivated that they'll go through death, you know, like like death weather? Like, you know, like life-threatening weather to go caucus for her in Iowa? Oh, right. Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, it could be. It Look, could be. Hold on. The only person that this is helping is Trump. It could be that the majority of Trump supporters are actually lizard people. And so without the sunlight or a warm rock to, to heat their body temperature on, they can't you know go out and vote when it's that cold. So uh, that could be where her mindset is on that. I mean, it might be, but yeah. I, she just I mean, there's, there's, she's an idiot nonetheless. There, there's one thing that's no doubt is that uh, you know there's a high probability that the weather is going to reduce turnout. Yeah. yeah, but having said that, it's probably going to reduce turnout across the board. I don't think it's going to benefit any one candidate. No. Yeah. Hold on. If anything, I actually think it would benefit Trump because the people that like Trump are so motivated to go out and vote for That's, Trump. Yeah. That, that they would they would they would be stupid enough to go through life threatening fucking oh, yeah. weather. Yeah. Hold on, but th- this is what she actually wrote. And I just want to make sure I read it. We all know Nikki Haley has lots of friends in the defense industry and military industrial complex. (laughs) She's losing in Iowa. And now Iowa is set to get hit with a once in a decade blizzard as Donald Trump is set to dominate the Iowa caucus. Is the deep state using harp to rig the Iowa caucuses? Looks like weather manipulation to me. Take a look at this weather radar below and how the incoming snowstorm accelerated out of nowhere. Well, yeah, I mean, that kind of happens when there's a you know, Arctic blast. <laughs> I mean, that's just what happens. We get one or two a year. You know, you know, the sad thing is there are people that are, there are people that believe this shit. Yeah. Who is this woman anyway? Laura Loomer. She's a, 
she's a crazy person. She really is just an insane. Is person. she like an official part of the Trump campaign? No, or? no. They were. They. Tr- she tried to get on board. She ran for office here in Florida. She ran. The against, name is familiar. Yeah. Yeah. She's ran a couple times in Florida. She's. She's just. But she's a f- complete whack job. All just right. a complete whack job. So we we can basically disregard her anyway. Oh no, she's not. Look, she's not a serious person. She's a disgraceful human being. Whatever. But that I- irrelevant. The other thing I want sounds like to, you're back on Facebook. Are you back on Facebook? I have not posted yet. Really? No. Oh, okay. Because no. that, that definitely sounds like a, a Facebook conspiracy to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. there's just a group of people that are there. Uh, now, there was another, because so there's two more things on the caucus things that I wanted to bring up. All right. The first one was, the first one, there was an article about how, you know, like a lot of uh, the, the, the religious right is all in favor of Trump. And if you listen to what some of the, like, hold on here. The one person, one guy wrote, you cannot be a Christian and vote for a Democrat. Tenney, who spoke on at a recent Trump rally in Corlsville, Iowa, told Axios. I want to focus on that one first. Okay. I don't know what level that you're gauging it on, but if you're going to use this one, how about you can't be a Christian and vote? Like, right. stop the other part. Right. Like, because here's the thing. You're going to vote for Trump? Yeah. Like, the grab him by the pussy guy? Yeah, it is like, like man, here's it, the thing. This guy is such a again, this Trump is is look, he's just as he was he was just as bad as Biden. Look, politi- as a matter of fact, you know what? They don't have any they don't have any Epstein tapes or any remotely Epstein tapes with Biden. All right. Right. But Trump loved him, hung out with him all the time, liked him on the younger side. Oh, yeah. Are you gonna tell me somehow he found Jesus all of a sudden? Oh yeah. Well there's been allegations for years against Trump that he raped, you know, at like a thirteen year old girl at uh, Epstein's mansion. Yeah. I, I mean it just it, look, it, yeah, it, I'm sure that there's at least some truth uh to the allegations regarding Trump and Epstein and you know oh, there's there's the, there's look, at there's, least some. There's some smoke there. Yeah, definitely. Hold, hold on. Now here's another quote. Would you rather have somebody whose tongue is maybe a little bit wild but has incredibly good policies that make your life better carson thundered or somebody who has a silver tongue but terrible policy okay hold on i remember something when covid hit was it biden that was president or was it trump that was president right hmm hmm i don't know which one so when they were you know again let's say let's say the student aid is your student loans are your big thing i wonder who stopped that one who was Who's the one that stopped them from having to pay that shit? Oh, I remember. It was Trump. Who was the one that let Fauci fucking run roughshod on every news conference and shut down half the fucking country? Oh, it was Fauci, right? Or it was Trump that was president at the time. I don't know why this stupid motherfucker gets a pass on all the dumb shit he was doing while he was up there. And yet somehow, you know, again, is Biden terrible on policy? Yeah. Did Trump was terrible on policy? Yeah. They were both fucking bad. Yeah. So for you to try to stand there at the pulpit and tell people to vote for this asshole, I question your religious. I question oh, yeah. you. I question your religion at this point. Oh, without question. Yeah. Uh, look, religion and politics have been intertwined forever, and as soon as the two get intermingled, it becomes completely bastardized. Just don't act. The thing is, just don't act like somehow you're in on the moral high ground on this one because you're not. Right. You're just not. And again, look, I don't think that any of these people are coming from, you know, God didn't pick any of them. If anything, I think the devil's got a lot more to do with it than God does. But if we're going to go down that road. But there was one other thing I wanted to bring up here, and it's a, it's a clip. 
And um, so I need you to pull it up, though. And it's it's underneath it. It says amazing how they both suck on immigration. Um, where is that? So it's underneath. Uh, you, you really got to give caucus. me some some heads up on. Uh, this well, I was sort trying to, but you were too busy drinking your coffee. <laughs> uh, all right. So this is a uh, clip you want me yeah, to play. Yeah. So play the clip. So this is this is the last debate that they just had between Haley and DeSantis. All right. This has been one of the biggest years for illegal border crossings into the United States. Last month alone, 225,000 migrants illegally crossed the southern border. It's a record high, overwhelming the Border Patrol resources that are already stretched thin. Mayors across the country say their cities are being pushed to a breaking point. Governor DeSantis, former President Trump, famously promised to build a wall on the southern border. He obviously did not get that uh, done. You have promised to finish the job. How will you succeed where he failed? We will build a wall. We will actually have Mexico pay for it in the way that I thought Donald Trump was. We're going to charge fees on remittances that workers send to foreign countries. Billions of dollars uh, will build the wall. He also promised record deportations. Donald Trump. Okay. Okay. Listen, first off. Mexico's not paying for it. Even the way he explained it, Mexico's not paying for it. Of course not. The people that are here working are paying for it. Right. Basically, they're... So if you're here, let's say you're a migrant, right? Let's say you came here legally. Right. And you have a wife and kids and a family back home, right? And you want to be able to... You want to work here... And send money back home. And send money back home. He's going to take a cut. Yeah, right. They're just taxing. That's what they're doing. Right. Like, that's that's what he's talking about. I, I want to know how they're going to find the illegals and, and actually confiscate that money. Exactly. And that's the thing. If they're Good here illegally... Hold on. Here's the thing. If they're here illegally, they're not allowed to have a job. Right. Exactly. The reason you got to take care of all these people is because you won't let them work legally. Right. That's the thing. If you just said... Anybody that comes here here's, shows up. Here's, here's Social Security number, and here's your 1040 form. Go work. Right. Yeah. Y- you know what happens then? You'll get a W-2. Yeah. Right. Hold on. Here's what happens hmm. if you do that. Right. And again, you already I'm not telling you anything you right. don't yeah, know. Yeah, of course. You already know this. Those people will have to pay taxes. Right. Social Security taxes. Right. So your Ponzi scheme that they're running for Social Security actually gets a little bit more money because you let them work here. Right. I because get. we're not having enough kids. Yeah. I know <laughs> it makes sense to any rational people, but you know, they wouldn't be coming here if there wasn't, oh, but you know, here's the thing is we all know that God hates Mexicans. He must, you know, yeah, he must <laughs> so. right, keep playing, keep playing the clip, keep playing the clip. It's like nine minutes. I don't know how much I can no, handle no, no, no. play it. a little bit. Of all right. We'll fewer people than Barack Obama did when he was president. Biden's led in eight million people just in four years. They all have to go back. We have to enforce the rule of law in this country. Think about what's happening to our country. Just this week, we saw the news that a, high, that a school in Brooklyn, New York, had the kids stay home. They did, were not able to go to school, told you can't go get an in-person education. Why? Because they're common. The city's commandeering the school to house illegal aliens Pause in it. it again. Talk Pause about it putting America... That are being shipped from Texas. Yeah, <laughs> that are being shipped from Texas. Right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Look, don't get me wrong. And he's like, you got to follow the rule of law. You know what? Totally agree with you. Follow the rule of law. So here's what we're really gonna, hold on. Hold on. Right. So here's what we're going to do. Let's get rid of the quotas for how many people are allowed to come to the country and just let anybody that wants to migrate here, migrate here. Just go ahead and do that. And then you're following your fucking stupid rule of law. Right. 
Yeah. Change the law. And they, they went back into like when, when their parents came and things like that. And it was like when their parents came, there wasn't a fucking quota. No. Right. You like just, it, they took anyone. It, yeah. I, and here's the thing. If Look, you weren't diseased and you weren't a known criminal, then you could come in. Yeah. Yeah. I, right. <laughs> That's how it, pretty much everyone who's been here for more than a couple generations ancestors got here. Yeah. You know. And you know what happened? And here's the thing. Okay, hold on. And again, I'm not. <laughs> look, I'm not even in favor of public schools. Totally not in favor. However, when people come to this country from other countries, they want to put their kids in the American schools for the most part because they want their kids to learn English so their kids can live a better life here than they are. Right. And yeah. have less trouble than they're having. Yeah. Like the assimilation happens. It just doesn't happen. It's not instant. Well, and, and there's a lot of cases where uh, people come to this country and they want to absolutely keep their culture and they don't even necessarily like Western culture or, or American culture, you know, but I tell you, chances are their kids are going to be, you know, yeah, their assi- kids are going to assimilate anyway. Oh, it doesn't matter what right. the parents think at that point. In, right. in some ways, it might actually help a little bit. <laughs> it might actually assimilate and, them faster, and, yeah. And don't get me wrong. Maybe they don't. Right. Maybe they don't. But that's none of your fucking business. Right. Exactly. It's not your It's not your problem. Yeah. It's not your problem. Yeah. Just let them it's come. It's none of your business what language they speak in the home. It's none of the, the your business what direction they pray to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it, I don't it doesn't care. matter. Look, yeah. the only thing I'll say is, look, I, I don't need you printing government forms and all these different kinds of languages. Right. Only because, like, again, if you want to have an official language that all the government docs are in, I, I, I actually I have very little problem with that. And this, honestly, though, in this day and age, it's so easy to translate everything. I mean, shit. You can you can translate something perfectly with you know fucking Google. Yeah. So I, I mean, it, again, that's almost a a non-starter in this day and age. Yeah. We're we're probably ten years away from everybody having a universal translator in their ear, which can translate any language, and the communication barrier is gone completely. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But so, just to listen to these guys on immigration, it's just keep playing it. We'll play it for a little oh, bit God, longer. God, you're killing me. I, I actually closed it. Ugh. Why would you do that? I didn't because tell you to do I was. That. T- I, I don't care what you're telling me. This, this is the last. This is the last clip you get. This has been one of the biggest years for illegal border crossing. Oh wait, I lost where we they're were. They're common. The city's commandeering the school to right. be faithfully executed. Do not trust Nikki Haley with illegal immigration. That's like having the fox guard the hen house. She's on tape at the Aspen Institute. She'll say she didn't say it. She was chastising conservatives, saying it's disrespectful to illegal aliens to say that they're criminals. They're violating the law. It's disrespectful when people come to this country illegally and impose burdens on our communities and run drugs into this country. That's what's disrespectful. She's weak on immigration. She's bankrolled by people who want to open borders, and she said there should be a limit on immigration you should work with corporate ceos thanks governor that is pale pastels that governor, is warmed thank over you so yeah. i'm starting to like nikki haley a little bit <laughs> I, look, I hate nikki haley too. if make, any or that were true here's the thing, make no mistake about it i don't like nikki haley either right but at the same time like <sighs> go back if you ever get a chance and listen to a debate between george hw bush and Ronald Reagan in 1980 when the subject of immigration came up. Right. And when you listen to those two talk and you hear these two people now, it ain't even the same. Right. It ain't even the same. 
Yeah. And the thing is this. These people are bringing drugs into the country. Right. You know, who are they bringing in drugs for? Wait a second. Who, who are they bringing in drugs w- for? Wasn't for that, Americans. Wasn't that when Reagan was like, we need to be the shining city on the hill? Oh, where everybody, oh no, no. It was, was it, that the debate? Oh, yeah. I thought we need it was. To be yeah. so, we need to be, treat them with, we need to, these are families coming over. Right. You know, this and thing. And he, well, the other thing is this. And again, it didn't come in the clip, and I'm not going to ask you to play it. You Good. Know, these are military age people coming over. <laughs> you know what? Your implication of that is like it's a fucking invasion right fuck you yeah. you know what? hold on they're working, working age, age people you right. dumbass yeah <laughs> I, I just what would you rather they were all elderly and we had to put them right yeah. on social security that yeah. they never paid into yeah <laughs> right <laughs> like they're coming over here to work me, to provide for their families yeah. and you know what if, if they bring if they send money home then let them send it home right they had to earn it here yeah. especially if it's already been taxed <laughs> Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's like, fine, it's your money. Do what you, you got want FICA, with it. FICA Social Security. Not that like, I agree with taxes or anything, government at all, but still, I mean, under this, with the world we live in, that would make the most sense. I just, it, it's, you know what? It, and now he's talking about essentially taxing illegals when it, it, it okay, so what you're saying is. How are you going to find them to tax them? First of all, you got to find them. So if you find them and you're going to tax them to build the wall, then it means you're not deporting them. Because you need them as a revenue source to build the wall. Yeah. Well, you're probably going to need them to help build the wall. <laughs> so are you going to grandfather all the illegals that are currently here? I mean, it's just there's just so little thought process behind what I these people so, say. I am getting I am getting so sick and tired of the immigration debate in the fact that oh, there is yeah. no one from either side. And again, neither side is actually saying what should be done. Right. Yeah. And again, what we talked about before, look, I I want to replace all the border patrol agents with job fairs. Yeah. Yeah, We we said it before. It's the Overton window, man. You you can have vicious, you know, rhetoric and, you know, uh, aggressive debate as long as it's within these two parameters. You can't be outside of those two parameters. No, I know. You know what I'm saying? It's just, when the solution is way outside of those parameters. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. But that's not the way that you know that the 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 machine works in this country. No. You know? No, it doesn't. Yeah. And I, you know, here's the thing, though. The people that are the most upset that I've noticed on this one mm-hmm. is a lot of people that are elderly. Right. That are on Social Security. Right. Well, guess what? That's going to go away if you don't have more workers. Right. And since people aren't just free. And again, I've said it till I'm fucking blue in the face, but I can't stop saying it. If you don't let more people in, your Ponzi scheme goes away and you're stuck to eating cat food. Exactly. Exactly. And now look. I, I part of me wants it to happen now because you're so. Again, and at what point is there? At what point is there not racism involved in this? Right. Oh, yeah. Clearly it is. But, you know, it's it's funny as I get older. And I've paid into these systems all my life. You know, I'm kind of at the point like, fuck it. I want what's due to me. You know, you've been stealing from me my entire life. I got to at least get some of it back. And I know that I'm not even going to get, you know, a quarter of everything you stole from me. But, you know, I'm at the point like you better fucking pay me my Social Security. If it's going to be there. You know what I'm saying? Better let them fucking Mexicans in. Right, exactly. (laughs) You know? Better let them in. I'm just just trying to recoup some of my losses uh, that have been, you know, taken from me by force by this government that I never wanted to be a part of. And some people will go, well, you can't have open borders now without, you know, because you have the welfare state. I actually think the exact opposite at this point. If you want to continue to have the government doling out money to everybody, you better bring in more producers. Because it is specifically a a Ponzi scheme. You need new members to fund 
the promises you made to the old members. Yep. I mean, that's exactly how this it works. Yeah. You know? so. I, I, just, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. And, you know, the other thing is this. It's not like these people are coming over all a bunch of damn leftists. If you've ever talked to some of the Hispanic people, like they are very much, you know, they're family oriented. They're against all the woke stuff and all this other stuff. Like they're not, it's not like they're a bunch of Marxists coming over the border. Yeah, but, uh, you to be know, honest with you, they don't give a fuck. They just want to eat and get some, get a job and get some shoes. Most, most Republicans would never talk to them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, yeah. and most Democrats would only, you know, talk down to them. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So, all right. We'll move Aren't on. you glad we provided everything for you? Yeah, I right. I just I, fuck all these people. Yeah. You know? All right. So I wanted to. So the next story, and we'll we'll keep with Florida right now because we had talked about the DeSantis, more stupid policies he's done. Um, more than fifteen hundred books have been temporarily removed from a Florida school district this week, including two written by former Fox News host Bill O'Reilly. Right. The Florida Freedom to Read Project recently obtained a list of books that have been temporarily removed from libraries in the Escambia County Public School District, which included encyclopedias, the Guinness Book of World Records, and two books from conservative pundit Bill O'Reilly, Killing Jesus, A History, and Killing Reagan, The Violent Assault That Changed the, changed the Presidency. According to Penn, um, Penn America, the list also contains titles from David Balducci, or Balducci, Stephen King, John Grissom, and Nicholas Sparks. Um, so now they're saying they haven't, so what they've done is an encyclopedia. Yeah. So here's what they're saying. A a Guinness book of world's records. Yeah. So in a, hold on, let me read this part too. In a statement to Newsweek, Escambia County Public School Superintendent Keith Linder said, I want to clarify that our district has not imposed a ban on over 1,600 books. Additionally, the dictionary has not been banned in our district. And he claims (laughs) they didn't ban the dictionary. Good for them. Are inaccurate and should be disregarded. What they're really saying, though, is they've pulled them for review. Okay. That's right. what they're saying. All right. So what I'm going to do is to find out exactly who made the decision to temporarily take them out of the library in this in this county, he said. I'm going to ask for detailed explanation why they did that. Like, oh, that was O'Reilly. But, like, here's the thing. Whenever you make a law, this is the unintended or intended, whichever way you want to look at it, consequences of your actions right when you make something that's too vague they're just going to start pulling everything right you know what man i'm so sick and tired of you republicans and your i just want to ban stuff and you know what moms for liberty the fact that you have that name (laughs) means i don't want to use the word liberty anymore you so don't believe in it. You don't right. believe in liberty. You you are authoritarian fucking psychopaths. Well, based based on the uh, the founders' recent actions, I think they're changing the name from Moms for Liberty to Swingers for Liberty. Yeah, yeah. Well, that guy now the the, the guy that was the chair, he's not the chair anymore. I know. Yeah, they they replaced so, him. She, yeah. Now she's still on the board though. Yeah, she's still on. The she's school still board. on the Sarasota school board, and he's still the uh, committee man for Sarasota County, and I think on the commission. The Sarasota County Commission. He's just been removed as uh, chairman of the Republican Party of Florida. Yeah. Now there's a because uh, he 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 raped uh, his the woman that him and his wife were having a long standing threesome with. Yeah, who is and the wife who is anti LGBT <laughs> and seems to me like she's pretty B. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> at least just so stupid. And you know, again, it, I, I, 
It couldn't happen to a nicer guy with Bill O'Reilly, though. I'm glad your book's getting getting out of there. Right, man. right. Like, because he, was, you he was probably one of the guys that supported a lot of the book bans. Absolutely I'm he was, sure man. He was. He's an authoritarian psychopath, too. Right, yeah. I'm so sick and tired of you authoritarian psychopaths. Get that smut out of our school libraries. Okay. Don't, don't you're, you're, ban there it. goes don't, your book. Don't ban it. Don't make it mandatory, man. Right, right. Everything else sucks. There's another one that they're trying to do with the grooming thing. <laughs> oh, what's that? All oh, about? It's an anti-grooming bill. Okay, so like uh, you can't comb your hair anymore, can't brush your teeth? No, not that kind of grooming. Oh, okay. They're talking about like grooming kids to... Oh, like pedophile type things? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. But right. it's again, it's written in such a way that if you... Sex ed would be illegal in school. Oh, really? <laughs> is that what they're... It, is that the angle they're actually written, going for? It's written in such a way that anything... Here's the thing. They write these laws in a way, anything can get caught up in it, so they can selectively enforce it. You know, it's it's the culture today. I just hope all the people that vote for it all get in trouble for grooming. I hate the culture today because it really makes for a scenario where an adult cannot actually interact in any way with a child that is not their own kid. Or even one that is their own kid. In, in some cases, yeah. Like, I've said repeatedly, look, when my kids were growing up, I coached them through every sport. Okay, Mm -hmm. I coached baseball, I coached hockey, I coached football for over a decade. Okay, I love coaching kids, you know, but we live in a society today where I don't feel comfortable going and coaching kids without having a kid on the team. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because I feel like people would be automatically eyeing me as a pedophile, you know, because I want to like mentor and teach kids things. You know, it, it's just such a horrible thing. And it's like, I talked to the wife about this, and she's like, oh, yeah, you, you really can't go coach kids. You know, it's like well, people would think it was weird because you didn't have a kid on the team. You know what I'm saying? And it's just a horrible thing. You know, here I, I've got years of experience coaching kids, helping to make them better athletes and better human beings, I really believe. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, because that's one thing that sports does. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just it's just that's the world we live in now, you know, because it's it's, it's driven by fear. Yeah. All of these people that are so scared of everything. Right. Are driving this society. And look, there is no better way to control a person than than fear. Right. Yeah. So my wife says I should go be a ref. I'm like, why would I be like the 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 one person that absolutely everybody hates? <laughs> no, that seems like it'd be fitting for you. Yeah, probably so. Actually, yeah, <laughs> because uh, I I would be uh, dealing with things with logic and reason and putting all emotion aside, and you know that's pretty much what I do on a daily basis, and why most people don't like me. Yeah, you know? <laughs> no, I just so maybe maybe that is a p- perfect fit for me. <laughs> yeah, just the Iowa caucus thing and that debate thing, and and. Like, you know, again, just the the madness and the fear is just and yeah. sometimes some weeks it just gets overwhelming. Yeah. And it's it's like, mind your business. The, the, the worst part, I think, is that it is so obvious and so few people actually see it. You know, it's like so obvious that they're trying to work the fe- you up over nothing. Yeah. Because the fear, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's the fear. Well, it's amazing that so many people have this innate fear to begin with that it can be exploited. Oh no! It happens. On, here's the thing. It happened on the other side too. So there was the the view had Liz Cheney on, and right. I didn't put this in the show notes, but I remember hearing it. They're saying on the view, if Donald Trump wins the election, there'll never be an election again. <sighs> Come they say, on! They said that about Barack Obama too. <laughs> no, again, it's the <laughs> actually fear. honestly though, honestly, <laughs> there's a better argument for that being true under Trump. 
because of any of the last presidents, he was the one who was the hardest to get out of office. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you, I mean, it, it, but, it actually, but took, it's not true even with him. It, though. it took, yeah, but it, it, it took, you know, actual violence to ensure that he was, you know, removed from office when he got voted out of office. I mean, don't I mean, it was seriously, a, it, was a, it wasn't. But in, in, I mean, nothing was going to happen. We in our entire we, our, history our as a country, he wasn't in danger of going away. Uh, like, not the, really. Pence no, and the it Republicans wasn't, yeah. they left out for a little bit. They went in. They secured the vote. They right. got it all. I, again, it was never going to be successful. But my point is, is throughout American history, that was really other than the Civil War. Um, the the first non peaceful transfer of power, yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. No, I get so with there that. there is actually an argument for that that you know, but just, I, again, it's it's not going to happen. It's not even close, man. There's going to be an election again. Unfortunately, I hope not. Whatever. I hope not. Oh no, I mean, I know you, you might get your way. <laughs> I but just when you hear them say it of like, well, if Trump wins and there's no more. Like, come on, I hope, guys. There's I, no. I hope that that honestly, the best thing for this country would be for Trump to win the election run like a complete dictator, uh, alienate so many people that we actually decide that uh, we're going to destroy the government and we don't need one anymore. <laughs> That'd be so nice. <laughs> it would be so nice, but it's not going to happen. So, you know, uh, we're just going to have to fall back on Michelle Obama. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which, oh, but let's do, let's again, we're totally not in the order. That no, we we're, we're not in the order. No, but, but since get, we brought let's it up, do it. Let's, uh, where, let's, where is where is I? I, I can't uh, it's find. down a little bit. Look who's signing presidential. Uh, there she is. So. Uh, Michelle Obama uh, this past week was uh, speaking out uh, specifically about how terrified she is about what could ha- possibly happen in 2024. And I'm going to quote her here. I am terrified about what could possibly happen, Obama said of this year's presidential election in an interview on Jay Shetty's, uh, Shetty's On Purpose podcast. Because our, our leaders matter, who we select who speaks for us? Who holds that bully pulpit? It affects us in ways that sometimes I think people take for granted. The fact that people think that government, does it really even do anything? And I'm like, oh my God, does government do everything for us? We cannot take this democracy for granted. And sometimes I worry that we do. So those are the things that keep me up. <laughs> Uh, in too many regions, the future of artificial intelligence, education, whether the public is too stuck on their phones and voter engagement are among her chief concerns. So goes I, to show you, uh, she's laying out a little bit of a platform there. Well, look, and she's the, talking about nobody really in it is is up to snuff. These are the kind of things you say when you want to, you know, uh, float that trial balloon, is it not? Like, if you were, like, on the edge of an exploratory committee type, and again, that's not the way this is going to pan out, but aren't those the exact things that you would say? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Now, yeah. it could just be nothing. It could be nothing, but I don't think it is. I think that everyone sees the writing on the wall, sees that there's no way that Biden is, you know, going to be able to make it through, at least, certainly not make it through a full term. And probably not even get elected, okay? Probably lose to Trump, okay? Which is just, <laughs> it's all crazy to me, you know? But having said that, she is laying the groundwork for exactly the scenario that I, I speculated on. That Biden wins, you know, the caucuses. He's, he's a clear, clearly going to be the nominee. And then at some point, boom, he's out. You know, medical condition, 
something happens, you know, whatever. Listen, listen, hold on real quick here. I just want to say, like, I do have a silver dollar bet with you. Yes. But putting that bet aside, Mm -hmm. if you were going to do what you're saying that they're going to do, this is how you would play it. Yeah. And to make sure that nobody else has a chance to make any claims, you only have Biden on the ballot. And yes. that's what they're doing in states yes. all around the country. Yes. This is so, this like, has been planned. This has been planned. I mean, now don't get me wrong. Here if it's if it's Michelle Obama who look, whichever side gets the sanity first, right, has the best chance of winning. Well, here's the thing. If and I think, like I've said, Trump's going to be in prison by the time the election rolls around, or he will be found ineligible under the Fourteenth Amendment. So he's not actually going to be on the ballot. Nikki Haley becomes the nominee, right? <coughs> most likely scenario. Given right now, yeah, right. As of today, the most likely scenario you would say: Do you think Trump is actually going to be on the ballot come November? I do. You do? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think there's a prayer. Or I think he's going to be off the ballot in so many states that he's not going to have the necessary electoral votes to, to win. Okay? Okay. All right? So having said that, um, if Haley, a woman, is a Republican nominee. Woman of color. A, uh, yeah, kind of of color. <laughs> you know? Parents are Indian. Yeah, okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, so a woman, if a woman of color is a Republican nominee, the Democrats, there's no way in hell they cannot have a woman of color. And guess who they got saying? And right guess who they have already testing the waters? Michelle Obama. Been saying it for almost a It'd year. It'd be a now. wash. If, if Look, if you get up Michelle Obama, it's a wash. You're hanging your hat on I, Michelle I, Obama. The, it's a wash. The, well, I know. I know. It's a break even because, because definitely I, not I lost the, the Pence one. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Well, you, hang on. There's, you really should concede at this point. I know you're not going to. I'm not going to concede. But you really should call it. There is a 1.2. You're a primary denial. You're in denial. There's a 1.273% chance that Pence could actually still secure the nomination. You're in election denial. No, I'm just saying there's a 1.273% chance. I mean, you you and Trump, you know, same. So I'm I'm holding out for that 1.273% chance. God, if if he comes back and it's Pence. (laughs) Like, I'm going to tell you right now, if Pence comes back and does this, honestly, I would never bet you again. (laughs) Yeah, I I do think that one's safe. I I would give you, like, a guru hat and, like, (laughs) I might start praying to you. (laughs) I have to say. Oh, wise one, please tell me what's next. I think the, the safest probable uh, scenario is that we end up splitting this bet, yeah. And even so, I would say even the Michelle Obama is still a long shot at this point. Oh no, it's still a long shot. No, but no, it's, no, it's, it's still a long shot. All the pieces of the puzzle keep falling together. It's just as if if I were to map it out, this is exactly to be the way it was going. Now, I'm going to switch gears completely here. All okay? right, all right, uh, because now I'm going to get to because we talk politics for 40 minutes, and I just oh, don't care about politics anymore. Uh, this is kind of political though. Um, so we know that uh, back in uh, June or July of last year, um, you know, uh, David Grush went before Congress, told him, you know, yes, we have alien spacecraft. Yes, we have or, or non-human spacecraft. We have non-human, uh, you know, biological entities is what he referred to him as. And then he said, I can't tell you a whole bunch of stuff because we need to be in a skiff which is a secure, you know, super secure classified room where everything is, you know, acknowledged that everybody has a proper clearance and all that. That happened this week. Called the skiff. The skiff, yeah. So that did happen this week. And um, we were talking about, uh, did you call Byron Donaldson? 
No. Okay, I didn't I didn't call Luna either. However, fortunately, um, Luna actually did an interview coming out of the skiff, okay? Um, and so did uh, Congressman Robert Garcia. And I'm going to play those interviews of uh, each of them coming out of the skiff, and I want you to hear them. So this is what I'll say. I'm going to reiterate, we can't talk about specifics and what we got into, but what I can tell you is what Gresh shared with me in an unclassified setting that I firmly believe in. Um, I believe that he's telling the truth. I think that he is a credible witness. And what I can also say is one thing in particular that really caused me to be concerned about this whole thing is that Gresh had stated to myself, Representative Burchett and another member on the phone, that there were people that were hurt hiding this information and keeping this information safe and or trying to come forward with this information. What I can tell you is I believe that claim after now leaving. How much that's the, all I'll say now. Do you think that the administration is sending the right people? Do you think that you guys are actually talking to the right people in these classified? I think that they are sending the correct people on paper. However, there is, uh, and it's become evident that there is an overclassification and that we are continually being stonewalled. My one concern is that we are authorizing money that is supposed to be spent on certain programs, and yet there is compartmentalization in which Congress doesn't have access to oversight in those programs, and that's a problem. Are you more concerned leaving now than you were going in? I, I feel the same. I think that I'm pretty much at the same space that I was. Uh, this entire process has been what facts do we have. Um, again, the credibility of the witnesses is, is incredibly important, and I think that we have very credible people. How much of this is the distinction of saying, okay, there are certain programs that we have that are dark programs that we need to be very careful about letting that information out? Some of that can be attributed to what people have said versus this conversation about Grush and some of the claims he made in the open hearing about non-human biologics. You know, as of right now, um, we didn't get into the specifics of that in there, but what I will say is that it has become apparent that there is a movement, whether it's within the intelligence, intelligence community or not, to prevent us from finding out more information on this. And so we are going to do what we need to do as investigators to continue to pull on whatever strings and see where they lead. I think it's incredibly important to listen to the specific words that Gresh uses. You know, Gresh never said extraterrestrial or alien. He said interdimensional. I think that that's incredibly important because those are the types of things that when we go in there, we, you know, uh, there's just certain things that I think that it's important that you guys listen to on that. On government funding, quickly, I know you voted yesterday. You were, you still voted against. I'm, I'm, I'm this is UIP today. So thank you guys. Can, can I get clarification? Yes, you said interdimensional. I mean, now, what does that term? Is this something that bends time and space? What, what are you getting at? I think that Grush, when I at, when I had talked to him on whether these were specifically extraterrestrials or alien in origin, he said interdimensional. He refused to. Um, use certain terms, and I think that's incredibly important because I think that that's really the question we're all wanting to know, right? And so I'm actually going to have a sit-down conversation with him and ask him to come back and talk to us directly because it seems that we are getting more information from the source than going into a skiff and then not being able to tell you guys what we're talking about. Is this about. stuff that we just as humans might not be able to understand if it's interdimensional? I think that we can understand it. I think that it's just, it, it's an approach, right? I mean, like, remember, we just now for the first time in history really had Congress have whistleblowers come forward credible that we're telling the entire world that there is something other than human life forms. Grush said that those were interdimensional beings. He refused to use extraterrestrial and alien. I think that's important to note, but I do have to go feed my baby, so thank you guys. Hold on. You got to go feed your baby? Yeah, I think she was talking about her dogs or something.
<laughs> I don't know. Does she have uh, uh, babies? I don't know. I don't, I don't care. Either. I hate her anyway. Um, so I, I don't like her. So anyway, here's what's coming out of this is that now suddenly we're talking about interdimensional beings, you know, which is tremendously fascinating to me. Yeah. You know, I mean, this just the, the fact that the, the whole dialogue has changed that, you know, you have reporters asking real questions about this. You have Congress people who I don't think very highly of Congress people, but they're actually saying these things. Now, um, there was a, a, another one. I, I don't think I'm going to play this next interview, but Robert Garcia, which is, was the ranking Democrat on the committee and in this meeting, he came out and he was shaken. You know, he was he was like visibly like, you know, you could tell that whatever he learned in there affected him. You know, um, and uh, I'll play a little bit of it. Yeah, let's it, it was pretty interesting because at one point the uh, the reporter kind of laughed off something and he, and he was like, no, you need to take this seriously. I mean, does any of this go toward your conversation about trying to get this bipartisan bill? I mean, is there something that touched on this? I mean, look, I think that the bipartisan bill came out of a discussion at a first hearing uh, to ensure that pilots have an ability to uh, report UAPs. There right now is no system for pilots or aviation personnel to report UAPs, whatever UAPs may be. And so the bill would actually do that. Um, obviously, we can't talk about the details of the, of the briefing, but um, I actually I think there was some interesting information. And so I think that um, this is a topic that I think is a national security issue. And it's really important that there's disclosure and transparency. I think that's what the public wants. I think it's also a very serious topic. And so we've got to just take it with, with, with seriousness. It is, it is not a joke. And without giving up state secrets here, we had a couple other members who were just here who said they were disappointed in what they went bipartisan, Democrat or Republican. But one member used the term that what they were exploring here were, her phrase, interdimensional beings. Is that something that we're dealing with here potentially? I mean, I think it's easy to be disappointed when you don't get all the information that you want, which I understand. I, I would have loved to receive much more information, but I think, I think that um, it's, it's reasonable to say that uh, everyone that was in the room uh, received probably new information. I, I certainly did, and I think it's interesting, um, you know, additional information to continue the investigation um, and ask more questions. So definitely have more questions than, than less does questions. That, does that term mean anything to you? I'm not going to get into any, any terms. I just think that it's more important to focus on that there's, this is a serious topic and it deserves um, serious attention. And I actually encourage also members of the media to continue covering this topic. I think that's really important. Um, it, it is not a fringe topic. It is a serious national security topic. Continuing What's the investigation, what is that? Mean? Is that more hearings? Is that, like, what do you, what do you think? Well, I mean, to? as the ranking member of the subcommittee that's, that oversees, um, obviously, this, uh, this topic, I would like to have more hearings. And so I think we've made that request already of the committee. And I think that the hearing requires um, more investigation. Who would you like to hear from next? Look, I think it's public knowledge that everyone, um, folks, this is an interdepartmental um, effort as it relates to the agencies involved in oversight and in the UAP conversation. And so it's obviously not just the Defense Department, I think which is at, is at the center of this, but also our intelligence agencies. Are you satisfied with the answers you're getting from the intelligence community today during the briefing? I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would not um, describe it that way. It's, I mean, I, I understand that classification and is uh, is complicated, and I certainly want more answers. Um, but uh, sure, I would have loved to receive more information. But I would not characterize the discussion as not providing 
uh, new information and certainly interesting information. One of your colleagues said that they seem to keep sending people who either intentionally don't know or intentionally not going to say as opposed to just... I would disagree with that assessment. I think that you have, I think you have serious professionals that have long distinguished records in public service. They're trying their best to navigate a very complex issue. And, um, and yes, it's true that, that, um, that I've probably all of us want more answers and more information. Um, but I think that, uh, that th we, we received additional information today, which I think will lead to other actions. Is this so, stuff overclassified? I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not really sure. But I, I, I'd like it to be less classified. Did okay, you learn anything you. that bothered you. you or shook your beliefs? I, mean, I, think, I think we want more information. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. So, I mean, look, you have Congress people coming out of this classified hearing talking about interdimensional beings talking about this is really serious we need this is not a fringe topic we need to take this seriously the media needs to keep covering this you know that's in my view that's pretty big now having said that there could be several possibilities that are true okay the first possibility is the the prima facie possibility that interdimensional beings some type of non-human entities are visiting Earth. The government knows about it, has known about it for a long time. We have crafts. We've interacted with these beings. We have bodies of these beings. And it's been, you know, super classified, and now it's starting to trickle out. Okay. That's the first possibility. Um, and I think that is uh, probably the most likely possibility. The second possibility is that there's this giant conspiracy to make people look the other way and these Congress people are a part of it, okay, I think that's a far less likely possibility. But there's a third possibility is that this is some kind of giant snow job. This is some type giant propaganda, disinformation, you know, deep type, uh, you know, a, a thing to distract from some other, you know, black military projects, things like that. Um, and that the... Congress people are just useful idiots, okay, and they're being duped as well as the you know the the with the deep state whatever you want to call it the the military industrial complex is trying to dupe everyone into thinking this is the truth, and out of all those three possibilities, I think the the first is the far most plausible, um, because I think there's there's enough evidence at this point that yeah we're we're being visited by something. OK, uh, these UAPs definitely exist. We've got, you know, just overwhelming evidence that there's things in the sky that we don't know about. But the one thing we don't know for 100 percent fact is who they belong to. Do they belong to us? You know, is this some just some super advanced technology that we're trying to cover up or does it belong to someone else? And if that someone else is interdimensional, what does that tell us about our own reality? You know, and I think that's probably the most interesting question out of all of them. Is that everything for you? <laughs> you know, you're just looking at me with a glazed look right now. No, I'm not, no it's not. It's definitely not a glazed look. It's not a glazed look. Here's the thing. Go ahead. I want a WikiLeaks dump of every piece of paper, every video, every audio. I want all of it accessible to the general public today. Oh, you and know that's not going to happen. Oh, no, no. I Here's the thing. I know. I know that's not going to happen. So fuck those guys. 
Right. Because here's the thing. I don't want the, well, I can't tell you what was said in the fucking press, ca- or in the skiff. But I'm done with the skiffs. I'm done with all of it. They'd go to jail if they did. No, no, no. You didn't go to jail. Right. If it's that important, then go to jail. Yeah, that's a good point. People need to know, either we know about it or, it, or we're being played. As far as I'm concerned, I'm not going to trust a word these fucking people are saying. Well, I want to see the documents. Here, I want here, to here's see the thing. The, when they go into a skiff like that, those documents and so are so controlled that nobody could walk out of there with them. Nobody could record what went on in there. I mean, that's what they do. It's a, it's a total shakedown. I want a capital riot for the papers. Yeah, yeah, that would actually be good. That's what I want. Yeah, I want an in, I want an insurrection or whatever you want to call it to, for for the papers. That I want would be to worthwhile. See, I want to see what they're seeing now. I'm sick. Of, here's the well, thing. Well, they're not even seeing all these of two people. You're not better than me. All right. No, you're right. not. You're not exactly. somehow more special than me that you get to do it. And then you're going to tell me, well, I can't say this and I can't. Fuck you. Right. Fuck you all day long. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm sick and tired of all of it. Show me all of the evidence. Again, I I want a WikiLeaks, but dump. they're not in a position to have all the evidence. Hey, you know what? Then, you know, you know they're, what? Here's they're the only getting trickles as well. That, they're just getting a little more trickle than we are. And they're keeping a little bit of grift for them, and then yeah. they're going to trickle a little bit to us. I, th- here's hey, look, the thing. Hey, if you want to have, don't give. I'm not giving them a pass. Fuck them too. If you want to have that kind of riot-based revelation, <laughs> going to Congress is the wrong place. Going to the Pentagon is the wrong place. You want to know where you go? Area 51. Uh, skunk Works. You know, Raytheon, <laughs> you know, BAE, I, Boeing. All of this stuff. Here's the thing. Yeah. All of this stuff should be shown to the public at this point. And then whatever right. happens, happens. Right, right. Well, I think it's getting... I feel like I'm being played right now. I, I do feel too. like I'm being played. I do played. too. To some degree, I feel like I'm being played. But I, don't I don't know, know exactly I'm be- how here's I'm the being thing, played, though. though. I don't know if I'm being played because of option one or option three from what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and that's what... I think I'm getting played. I don't know which one it is yet. Yeah. I actually would say I'm leaning more towards three than one now, though. Really? I was leaning towards one, and then after you hear what they're saying, now I'm leaning more towards three. I don't believe you. So you think that these guys are just being I played that, as well? I think, no, I I think, okay, I think part of it is them, uh, them being played, but I think more of it has to do with them playing us. Really? Really? You think the Congress people? I got are, no fucking, I, I got no faith I, in these people. I don't, I, I don't think that the, the Congress people are nearly smart or capable enough to actually got, play it I, that I got well. nothing for him i, got I, I honestly him. don't think so yeah I, I think that that if anything they're being played along with us but it, it, the reality of the situation is i think that it the whatever is going on out there is actually real and the government has been covering it up and and they know way 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 more than they're telling anyone yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's fascinating. I mean, I, I don't know exactly what to make of it at this point, but I have to say that every day that passes, it seems more and more realistic that this is a real thing. Um, and, you know, with the alien, the Nazca bodies, you know, at those things, they haven't been debunked. In fact, everything was more and more evidence that these are <laughs> some type of non-human entities with uh, at least 30 percent. Um, you know, DNA that is completely alien to this earth. I mean, you got to you got to think that it's going somewhere, you know, again, I I want to see the proof. Yeah, that's I think where I'm well, at right now is I want I, I want a picture. I want a selfie. I want something. <laughs> well, maybe we'll get to see that soon, but not today. But uh, folks, uh, that's it for hour number one. If you'd like to join us in number, hour number two, go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Sign up, become a subscriber, and we'll see you on the other side.